Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. With these shows, they're great, but they're better when we have a great guest host. And when you do a great job as a guest, you come back. That is R&B singer Danny Girl coming out of Virginia, hanging out, guest hosting. Danny, what's up? Welcome back to the show. What's up? What's up? Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Glad, yeah, glad to have you along. Um, brought you on here because we got one great artist and we're going to be talking to another great artist all right we got Essen sean he's a friend of the show all right he's on to talk about his new ep established in 1976. danny what are you most looking forward to in talking to Essen sean what i'm most looking forward to because just hearing his his music just um you know his artistry is off the charts he's amazing but very well rounded so it's always exciting to talk to other artists and get their perspective on things and just to see you know what his goals are where he's headed um you know obviously he's been on vh1 he's definitely um moving around and making great connections and good art good art so I just I'm just excited to to see what he has to provide and what he what he has to tell us about where he's going with this thing. So nice, nice. Yeah. So I tell you what, let's bring him in and let's have that conversation. Let's do it. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. Why is Rakeem top fifteen? Who the hell's vouching for that dude? Did who I the, miss something? Who the fuck is Rakeem? You mean Rakim? Yeah. Whatever his name is. Nah, Ezra called him right the first time. His nigga name is yeah. Rakim. Because he is Whatever. too high. He need to be sent down below. Yeah. Hey, Kendrick Lamar at two is uh It's some bullshit. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. ATL back on the air. We got hanging out with this talented singer, rapper, producer. You name it, he could do it. The homie Essen Shine back on the show. Essen, what's up, man? What's Thanks good, for coming bro? back on. Oh, man, no problem. It's been, it's been a minute, so I'm excited. Yeah, man. It's good to talk to you. Good to have you, you know, back on the show and everything. So we're just going to dive right into it about this this project, man. So let's get into the concept of this EP. Um, based on the title, were you looking to be, like, reflective on what you were putting out? 
Based on uh, based on that? Well, yeah, well, there's a couple of things. Yes is the easy answer. Um, I wanted to have something that showed growth. I think there's a myth that you know, hip hop is only a young man's game. And, you know, what I've realized is the music grows with the individuals. And so as, you know, I grow, I have different experiences and I wanted to reflect those experiences on this project. And I, you know, I haven't done a straight hip hop project in quite a while. Yep. It's always been hybrid stuff, but this is the 50th anniversary of hip hop. So the first single was dropped on August 11th, which is the official birthday of hip hop. And then on my birthday, was the release of the EP and hence the title established 1976. Okay. All right. Way to, to circle that in there. Cause I, you know, when I saw that, I was like, okay, it, it felt like it may be reflective, you know, but that's a great explanation on why you decided to do that. So when we're starting to talk about you and this EP mentioned in the creative process. So mm -hmm. what does that look like when you're like doubting you, you know, you're creating, is it more spur of the moment? Is it more deliberate and calculated when it comes to the writing? How, how did it um, work when you were putting this together? Man, it depends. So, okay, for example, there's two records on here that were done like a while ago. Boxless was done maybe uh, 2018, 2019, and the war was done around the same time. Um, I had a band called The Experience, and we were just creating new content. The War was one of the songs that was created during that time. Then the band kind of disbanded and I was figuring out, well, you know, I gave a lot of my energy to the band, meaning certain sacrifices. I was like, all right, um, I was playing LeBron James. So I was handing out assists and it wasn't, I, I don't think fully appreciated. Um, no, no bad blood, but I think, you know, everybody, everybody wasn't on the same page. And so after I left that, I was like, okay, what do I need to do? And the title boxless really embodies how I feel about music. I hate boxes. I hate being defined by any one thing. And so even the lyrics of boxes kind of talks about that journey for me, like embracing the mistakes that aren't, you know, things that might not sound perfect in my opinion, um, or just that whole process of creating without ceilings and walls. Um, so those two were, were done before. But the other ones, you know, as I was deciding, well, what am I going to do to kind of give back to hip hop? Because hip hop has given so much to me. And it was me creating this project. So royalty, I wanted to decide, I was trying to decide, what did I want to say? It's like, I could just rap if I wanted to. That's easy. But it's like, what did I want to actually say? And so I wanted to just kind of give a small EP or like microcosm of the things I think about, like royalty. I really feel like our young men need to be empowered. Um, better than ever was the fact that I feel like even after being in this music thing for so long, like I feel like I'm in, in my prime right now. I feel like I am better than ever. I feel like I'm LeBron James year 2021, 20, you know? Um, and then bar work was again, just me, just, just, I just wanted to spit some bars to show that, you know, I still have it. Um, yeah. So the creative process was really deciding what music fit well together. And then what story was I going to tell with that? 
All right, cool, cool. And speaking of storytelling, the storyteller that you are looking at on the screen there is Edson Shine, multi-talented artist. All right. So check out his EP established in 1976. That's available on Spotify, Apple, Spotify, I mean Apple Music, wherever you get your, your music title, you can download that. And then if you want more information on Edson, just go to Essenshine.com. Danny Girl, do you have something for Edson Shine? Yes. So first and foremost, I just want to say artist to artist, I think you are amazing. Um, just your abilities, you're just you're you're so well-rounded as an artist. So I would like to ask this question. So how do you feel about just the actual climate of music right now? Just where we're mm. at at it. Um, I see that you're focused on definitely making timeless music, music that you know years from gonna still want to go back in here and it resonates it, it has messages and different things that i think can help us through time but the actual climate of music to me is so different now so as far as just finding your place and staying true to yourself as an artist what's your motivation to do that mm, i think wow that's a great question first of all i think that yeah. the last thing you just said like staying true to yourself the, the climate of music is very different for example making yeah. money off of making records is non-existent right now if we're going to mm -hmm. be really honest most of your <laughs> money comes from content creation or touring live shows yep um robert glasper i was just watching something he said the other day where he says when he makes an album it's like a a business card for his shows at this point mm -hmm. um but i think because of that because of the internet like it allows us to now really be true to ourselves and find our genuine tribe like i don't have to make the commercial, you know, what's considered commercial music now, because a lot of it, and not to get like too heady or whatever, but I feel like a lot of the urban commercial music is low vibrational intentionally. Um, and, and it's not like high vibrational music is not being created. It is, but the money's not being put behind it. The money's being put behind um, drug use, sex, and harming black bodies. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, we was talking about the climate of music and yeah. yes, your response definitely on point. So who would you say as far as like your inspirations, like what made you say, okay, artistry is it for me? This is what I want to do. I want to be a creator. I want to write music. What's your purpose to just want to heal, help, you know, whatever the case may be, because you seem very genuine. Like it's not about the fame. It's not about oh, the money. Yeah. It's, it's Making it's a funny. It's funny. That, you know, so I'm in a place now where I, I, I can clearly define what I want my art to do. I want yeah. to share messages of love. I want to have, I want my music to be healing or comfort to somebody. But to be honest, like the, the reason that made me say I want to be a creative is that was the one thing that I, that's the thing that wakes me up in the morning, that gets me up in the morning. Um, whether I make money off of it or not, it gets me up. And that's the thing that I want to do. Um, I initially was in school for biology, so a biology degree. And, you know, because that's what, you know, my parents, my dad more specifically desired for me to do. But after I got out of school, I, I mean, I really was not passionate about that, you know, but music has always been a passion for me. Even as a child, it was always around. And when I realized that every day I would get up, and that was the thing that I was thinking about was creating something. I realized that that's the thing I wanted to pursue. And then now I fine tuned my creations to realize like, yo, I can use my music to heal somebody else. My voice, the sound of my voice 
can be healing or therapeutic to somebody else. And so that's my main motivation now. You are now listening to the radio show. Oh, before, I'm sorry. Before we start, uh, because we are a hip hop show, we, we have to say that Eminem dropped an album and no, we would not be talking about it. Thanks. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right. So, Essen, with this, talking to, I want to focus in on your production for a second. All right. Mm-hmm. So, the, the making of the tracks, the beats, I know, you know, um, I'm fortunate enough to know in the origins of when you started that point of it as far as producing beats. So, when it comes to production, like, is there a certain sound you're looking for that you could say is your signature sound? Mm-hmm. Or is it the vibe? of the song that dictates how you want it to sound. Mm. Well, there's some things that I'll do when people can identify like, okay, that's my sound. But I do like to go off of vibe. I also like to push myself to add sounds that I normally wouldn't use. I, I like, I, I tend to gravitate towards pianos, guitars, bass. Um, but then maybe the sound of the keyboard I might use differently or the drum pattern. You know, I I try to go with the vibe. Like this particular project, I knew the sound that I was going for. Um, I wanted to have a throwback 90s, you know, underground kind of feel to it. Almost like a neo soul type of feel. Um, You know, some of the production is two tracks, Better Than Ever and Royalty that were done by... um, Hezekiah from Philly, he did better than ever. And Royalty was done by DJ Static, who also produced Love Me Still. Um, but I, I knew for this, you know, for each project, I try to have like a, a, a sound for the project. Not necessarily my sound, but I know that there's a vibe that I'm going for. Um, for example, I have another project I'm working on that's going to be more Afrobeat, Caribbean type of vibe with my sound on top of it. But I usually go by feel when it comes to like production. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cause I, I, I sort of like, I guess the, the, the question, I guess it's centered around like, I guess a, a, a theme or a, um, I guess a sound that you were trying to follow that made this one stand out from other projects that you've done. Yeah, Give it its own personality. Yeah, type definitely. Thing. Definitely. This one was like a homage to the hip hop that I enjoy. Nine, the, the era, like, like 90, 93 to like 96, maybe a little 98, you know, I wanted to have that origin feel to it. Um, because to me, there's like a, a, a soulfulness to that, right? Like even if you listen to the songs, for example, Boxless starts out with just piano and piano bass and then the drums pick up. But I wanted to like establish the warm, soulful piano and, and bass as I'm telling this story. Better Than Ever is very similar. The sample kind of sounds Marvin Gayish. Marvin Gayish, the warmth of it. Like I was looking for, I wanted this to be a soulful hip hop project. That's really the sound for this particular one. Okay, yeah, because I want I wanted to just like pick your brain on where your where your headspace was and what you were trying to create with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, again, just to reiterate, so we're talking to singer, songwriter, rapper, you name it, he does it. S and Sean. All right. So he's got this new EP that just dropped, established 1976. That's available on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, or wherever you get your music. You want more information about S and Sean? You want to book this man to do a gig for you? Go to S and Danny girl, do you have something else for S? 
Yeah. So you said you mentioned like the 90s era and I'm, you know, actually as an artist myself, I'm compared to that era a lot. I think it was the most one of the most powerful eras in music. And 98 was a, an amazing year because mm -hmm. I exactly. so much good music, whether it had been rap, R&B, you know, that was kind of when the Neo Soul thing was introduced. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, just hearing you say that, because that was when I felt like even myself, I just felt like, wow, this is amazing. And it just opened up so many possibilities, just the way I felt in that era. Um, do you feel that's what's kind of, I don't want to say missing in music today, that we just don't, that, you know, a lot of artists just don't gravitate to that feeling anymore. And, and you're trying to like establish that again and and bring that feeling back to to music where it felt good and you can remember what you was doing at that time how you felt how it made you feel yes yes important to artistry so how do you feel about that mm, i think that i well i like to create music that makes me feel good because i know that there's right. at least a hundred thousand one million people that feel like that also that are going to gravitate yeah. towards that um but yeah here's the funny thing right the music that these artists are creating, what are they sampling? They're sampling stuff from the 90s. So, so it's like they know the 90s was such a great time because you had the 70s, which had its sound. You had the 80s, which had its sound. The 90s was now pulling from some of those things. So it was combining that and then creating a new sound, yep. which is why I don't knock what's happening now because they're just repeating the process. But yeah. they are going and getting some of those records. Like there's a guy who sampled D'Angelo's Lady. Um, Chris mm -hmm. Brown's Undecided sampled Shanice's I Love Your Smile. Like it was like there was something about those records that people still love today. Her, some of hers records sound like they could be in early 90s era. Exactly. Like so, so there are artists who embrace it, embody it, and understand what it does. But I I just think. You know, I guess her gets quite a bit of of publicity because mm -hmm. she's just dope. But I'm just thinking Absolutely. about like commercially was what really is getting the money behind is like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And again, there's always been music like that, mm -hmm. but it was there, there's an imbalance. They're making it as if this one slice of this pie is the entire pie, and it's not. You know, there's so much to our stories. And I think, you know, yeah. very often pop artists, white artists, if I'm being completely honest, they're allowed to express all of these different versions of themselves when we're being pigeonholed into this box. And if you don't sound like this, you're not commercial enough. People don't want to hear from you. I'm not gonna put money behind it. And that's, um, it, it ties into something that you said earlier about just, you know, how they they definitely box black artists. If we want to branch out to do different things, whether it be country, because I actually I'm a huge fan of country music and I, I love actually country see music. a little more, you know, they are embracing us a little more in that market. Um, but I, I think that for the most part, what's commercialized in our community is, you know, music that I guess some would say doesn't necessarily have those messages and just the empowerment. Yeah and all of that good stuff. So like you said, mentioning her and the remakes of Shanice Wilson and, you know, D'Angelo, who's the GOAT VA legend, you know? Um, but <laughs> I'm from, of course, I'll be like, I yeah. Figured, I figured that, I figured that. <laughs> but um, he, you know, He's actually, for me, in my opinion, in my opinion, yeah. he is 
the father of neo soul he is the if you think about music yes. if you think about music before him yes. and after him he was clearly a defining moment clearly, in music. yeah at a time in the early 90s where he was so different he went against the grain he wasn't afraid to be himself coming from you know, Virginia being an area where we don't have, a, even still to this day, it's a lot. It, it, it's, you have to kind of branch out to get noticed and mm. have those platforms. You know, it's so much talent here. But I think in a lot of instances, you know, we're overlooked a little bit. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think for him to do that at a time and set that standard, it was just amazing. The body of work and just what he did for music, period. It just changed the game. And a lot of people followed that blueprint, believe it Absolutely. or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I, no, I definitely, as as a creator, as creators, we don't knock what anyone is doing at all. But we also know that, you know, the the powers that be, they're going to push certain things a little more than they push other things. That's where we're we have to understand that there's still a purpose. And like you said earlier as well, you know, just having the Internet now where we can have our audience that locks into us and supports that. And I used to tell myself all the time, if one or two people are listening, hey, I'm, I'm doing something right. OK, you Absolutely. know, so even if it's not for the masses and it's for a smaller group of people, if you're making a difference and you're really serious about your artistry, you know, that's what matters. So, yeah, I mean, I've been educated so much just interacting with you. This has been oh, even this, for- I, this even, is, I mean, we could, yeah. we could talk like this, you know, for hours. You know, I had a conversation yeah. with this guy, with Kevin Lyles. And yeah. he was, um he was saying that not all music is meant to be where Beyonce is. He says, you have to have, you know, music on all levels. It's like, everybody is not Michael Jordan. Everybody's not LeBron James. You still got guys that can put in work that are playing at the, at the, at the, at the, at the gyms and at the courts. Right. But you mm -hmm. still as an artist have this calling to create something and you don't know what your message is going to do for somebody, 10 people, 20 people, you may change somebody's life with something that you've written and you won't, you might not get to Beyonce's level, but that's okay. For me, I just want you to make a, my goal is this. If I can make a comfortable living doing yeah. the things I enjoy, which is creating, whether it's art, visual arts, uh, custom guitars, whatever it is, then I'm I'm, I'm happy. I'm, and I can travel doing that too. I'm super happy. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the right. You are now listening to The Radio Show. Leading me into, uh, I got a couple more here for you, and then um, we got a question game, which you already know about. Don't at me already. You've been yeah. you've been through that before. But so in talking about this, and Danny was bringing that up too, where she was talking about how you know energies and things of that nature, and what you could want, what you want. How, but how will you know when you made it where you want to be musically? So I'm not talking about just the fact of okay, I got these residual checks coming and things like that, but like musically, when you're creating and you're talking about a sound that you want to create, when are you going to be able to say, you know what, that that's what I was looking for, or is it always the search for? Is it like chasing chasing that high? Yeah, it's always a search. It's always a search. You know, even when I get to where I think I wanted to be, there's always um, there's always something. You know what I mean? change is inevitable right evolution is inevitable i may get to a certain point and when i get there i'm like okay what's next and i it's always going to change i mean i again i only thing i can say is i go for feeling i go for feeling how it feels but i think that's always going to be a chase at least for me it's always going to be a chase i always am going to be chasing something if it's not you know i've mastered you know in 
neo soul, hip hop soul. I can do that in my sleep. But now I'm like, ooh, what is, uh, you know, I want to play differently. I want to play like a jazz musician on top of what I'm doing. I want to continue to create more, create more uh, complex samples that I, that I, you know, can build around. So there's it's always going to be, for me, it's always going to be a chase. And I feel like when I stop chasing, that's when I age out of something, or that's when I start to die as a musician. Like you always want to continue to grow and search and, you know, be the best version of yourself at any given time. All right. That's, and you know what, that's kind of the answer I expected from you because I don't ever expect <laughs> you of anybody to age out or have that die. You're going to be chasing that one till you just can't hold a microphone no more. <laughs> exactly. That's never going anywhere ever. Exactly. All right. Cause it's like a drug. It's like once it gets in you, it's just, it's just in you. So yeah. in, in saying that, and this is not just encompassing this EP or other things that you produce with people, but what's the next step after this? So you had, you had this EP, you did a, uh, uh, another EP about three years ago, right at right at the height of when the pandemic kicked yep, exactly, in. Exactly. Yep, so yep. are we looking at next um a full length project? Because you had in the pursuit of magic, that's been a minute. So we look at full length project. You want to work more behind the scenes with other artists. Like what what are you most looking forward to to doing? Mm, most looking forward. To, well, definitely, I want to do a full length project. This project is. A project that I've been dreaming about um, whenever I'm not creating for somebody else. And it's really a project that is a physical representation of my healing process through life as a Black man in America with immigrant parents and all the things that come with that. Um, and through those stories, I want to create this gift of healing for those who choose to listen to my stuff. Um, and I want this particular project to be a more collaborative project, meaning I'm inviting more musicians to give their input on this particular project. I have, the, I have the project in my head and I just wanna get it, <laughs> at least start the process of recording it. Um, healing has been a big part of my journey I think as a human being, I think as a man, because very often men um, hide behind anger and lust. Those are the two feelings mostly that men hide behind um, because we're told that those are the only emotions that make you manly. Crying doesn't make you manly, feeling doesn't make you manly, but I kind of want to change that. And I think the strongest thing you can do is feel. Love is to share your feelings is to share with your partners, to share with your friends, hug your brother and tell him that you love him. Like those are the strongest things that you can do. And so this, that project is the pro is the project that I want to put together next. And I'm going to probably drain or drop some singles in between that. I have a couple of EPs that I'm working. Like I said, a, a Caribbean Afro beats vibe EP that I'm putting together. Uh, but the main project is that, and I want to turnkey that, with a live performance that's gonna have some, um, a performance aspect to it. Like it's not just gonna be music. It's gonna be a little bit of acting, a little, you know, I want to put together a comprehensive show to go along with the music. Some people taking home, they're getting an experience. 
Okay. I like that. You can see the the passion in how you describing it. Cause y'all like when I asked that question, it's like your eyes lit up, like, hey, I've been waiting to talk about <laughs> and discuss this and, and get this off my chest with that. So uh you could definitely see that there's a passion involved in that. So it I guess to I guess put a bow on this part of it is that we had discussed a lot of information. We mentioned about your EP. Danny Girl had the great question about your mentality about how you know, you're attacking what you're doing with your career and how, you know, you're using your creative process to try to create this this signature sound of yours. Yeah. But was there anything that we didn't get to that you want to touch on? You got any shows upcoming, anything um, else? I know you were talking about the project that you're working on, but any, anything else that's upcoming that you want to give some voice to that we didn't maybe um, spend enough time on? Man, you know, to be honest, not really. I mean, this was this is the type of conversation I love having. Because it's to me, it's it's bigger than music. I think yeah. we're not bigger than the music. The music trumps everything, right? And that means, like, for example, if I'm working with somebody and all I'm gonna do is like they want me to do a background riff, I'm gonna make sure I'm doing that background riff like I'm a lead. Like the music, there's nobody okay. bigger than the music. Like I'm not bigger than the music. And so these conversations are important so the creatives can kind of you know, get some answers that they've been looking for. People that aren't creatives get to understand the process. Like it's a process being a creative person. Yes, mm -hmm. to some people, it, you know, it, it sounds cool. It's like, you know, but to create it takes a lot of work, a lot of energy. And so that's why I love this conversation. I don't really think there's anything that didn't get touched on, especially since I spoke about this big project that I really am excited to start working on. You know, I've, I've done, you know, a lot of cool things in my career like you know the, the the song with red man i didn't even to be honest, i didn't even ask for that that's not wasn't even on my bucket list but that's one of my top five and the fact yeah. that he wanted to he wanted and, to be on the song it was crazy yeah. right that's um a big deal I, I got to get on uh um something that diamond d produced and and david banner was rapping on that again things i didn't ask for you know and right now um we, I'm, I'm we didn't touch on you on vh1 you were in rotation oh, I, you know so it's like it's so many cool things, you know, and even right now, um, I'm working with, with Tracy Morgan, just kind of doing some, some, just having fun, doing some musical things. We're not sure exactly what we're going to do with it, but I would have never thought that I would have been even in a room with Tracy Morgan, let alone have, you know, calling this person a friend of mine and a brother of mine now at this point. It's like, you know, so it's like, these are just the experiences because I've allowed myself to be open and the healing process was important to me getting to this point where I saw that I could be open to receive all these blessings. So, you know, uh. I, I want to say too, just, I commend you as well. Just, um, your artistry, like I said, is amazing. And just the shift between, you know, being able to rap and sing, <laughs> like, I can't rap for nothing. Okay. <laughs> you are now listening to the radio show. What do y'all think about the whole Tory Lanez and August Alcina situation? Like, I was talking. I, wait, I'd have to know so, what the fuck it was to, to, to have an opinion about it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so Essence Sean, let's not pretend like you haven't been a guest on this show before. So, okay, we're doing. We got don't add me here. You know how this works few questions here for you you know see how you do as far as decision making you know i come up with the hard ones to see where yeah you know you got to end your answer with don't at me so we're gonna see how this goes let's go around all right so here's the first one all right what's a food that you feel like everyone likes 
everyone likes. Yeah, like it's universal. Like, oh, there's no way no that they wouldn't like that. Everybody likes that. Mm. Wow, that's a tough one. Oh, oh this stuff we ask you, and that's the tough. This the one. That it is. I'm gonna tell you because I'm thinking about plant-based folks and the meat eaters. You got okay. something that everybody likes. Yes, that they own. Yeah. So what you got? Ooh. That's a tough one. I'm gonna go with um, <laughs> um. Hard. <laughs> Stump the genius. Yeah, I'm thinking now. I'm thinking. Um, I mean, I'm gonna go with a, a good potato salad. Okay. Don't add. All right. Me. All right. Yeah. All right. Danny girl, what's up? What's the what's the what's a food that you feel like everyone likes? Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh, this is a hard one. I don't know why I want to say pizza. Ooh, that's that's a good answer. Yeah, it is a good answer. Oh, but, if you, but if you don't if you don't eat cheese, and that's that's the only you know, it's like. But just because yeah. you don't eat cheese, don't mean you don't like it, though. Right. Right. So, it, okay, it, that's a good one. That's a good one. Used to eat what you know, like so. Most of them, some were born and raised that way, but for the most part, everybody I know agree. You know, no, that's a good one. Right. So it's like I I would think. But nowadays, is is it is kind of hard because we have so many different pockets, right? Everybody's yes, exactly. doing a vegan thing, or that's crazy. That, that was the hardest. That was a hard question. I'm like, what? Yeah, it oh, literally. Go ahead. Let's see what else you got, man. Trying to stop up. So yeah. So what's a, a food that feel that like everyone likes? Like when I wrote this question down, I really didn't think about it too hard. I just was trying to come up with some good content on that one. But I was like, fries. You ain't gonna find a person on the planet who say they don't you know like what? fries. That's it. That's that's the one. Okay. That's the one. That's the one. Because yeah. even vegans eat fries. That's the yep. one. That's yep. the one. Fries. fries is it. Fries that's is it. Not yeah, don't. For anything. Like that. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> All right. So we were getting to the next one here. All right. So is it pronounced caramel or caramel? What caramel? Don't at me. For sure, man. I don't know what it, <laughs> what it but you hear it though. Danny of course, girl, is of it course. Yeah, is it pronounced caramel or caramel? Honestly, I think for us, we gonna say caramel. There we go. I think it's caramel. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the way she was no, looking man. like that. She was like, I ain't gonna ask you. She's like, hmm, I don't know. It's caramel. It's in the spelling. It's not caramel. <laughs> caramel. Caramel. <laughs> Way, but I think I've heard people say it both ways. Caramel, wrong. And then caramel, caramel pronounces it wrong. <laughs> Duh. Caramel, don't at me. Caramel. caramel. All right. I mean, yeah, that's definitely. All right, so we're gonna get to the next one here. And we were kind of talking about lyrics and stuff like that, but Essen, what is a song with lyrics that don't make sense? But you still like it anyway. <laughs> what with lyrics that don't make sense? Ooh. <laughs> I always I, and I'm and I still am I, it's still a debate for what he's actually saying. But I think consistently, Mama Sam Mama Sama Makusa is my favorite. What Before I never I didn't know what he was saying. So I was saying some variation of that, but that's still my favorite yeah. thing to say. My favorite thing to say. 
don't. Then if you don't even know what it means, you just know that it sounds good. I don't know what it means, but I just know it sounds good. Don't at me. All right. So what you saying? Um, for me, it's Nelly's joint where he says, "I'm a sucker for pedicures and manicured toes because toes are not manicured." Oh, oh. that's a good one. That's a good but one. We love this song and we sing along and we gonna dance to it when it come on. That's a good, that's a good one. But that's a great one. <laughs> no, he's I'm a sucker for cornrows and. So, yeah, sucker for cornrows and manicure toes. That, that's right, yo. For manicure, like your hands are manicure, your toes are pedicure. So, so. Then took the time to be like, man, that don't make sense, but it sound good, so I'm gonna keep it's on dancing. Roll with it, Nelly. We love you, Nelly. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> right, a song with lyrics that don't make sense, but you still like it anyway. Um, I, I don't know necessarily makes sense, but it could be kind of confusing on what they're talking about. But you just know it sounds good to you. Like Busta Rhymes, I got you all in check. It's like, what is he talking about? Oh, yeah, this a, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know what? The beat's cool. He's colorful. This will this will do. Why? Yeah, like, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like you just put a lot of words together that sound cool. And no, that's, yep. that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, it's catchy. Yeah, yeah. you like, I, like I don't know what the hell he just said, but hey, listen, it you know it works. So, sounds good to me. <laughs> all right, so we got um, we got two more here for you. All right, so the next one is all right. So Edson Sean, if you could magically become fluent in any language, what would it be? French. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Danny girl, what about you? Uh, if you could magically become fluent, and you might be fluent, you might be bilingual now, but what's a language that if you could become fluent in, what would it be? Because it literally sets you up in this world today to be bilingual, it really does. I don't think I really caught that like years ago, like how important it would be, but it's very important. But I think for me, anything of Asian descent, mm. I feel like we don't focus enough in the, and, and I feel like- Japanese, it, Korean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anything that's Korean, anything from the Korean descent, you know, Chinese, Japanese, whatever, yeah, like Cantonese, so many, yeah, 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 yep. Because literally, and not just saying this, but I mean males do too, but for females, when we go to these places and we're giving, you know, we're getting our nicks You want to know what they're talking yeah. about? know what they're talking about. We want to be you know like just to bust them out a little bit i think it would just be hilarious if i sit there and just let them yap talk 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 and then i just bust them out like i I can tell you everything you just said you know i think that's funny but on a serious note i would i would love to just focus more on that because a lot of times like i think it's amazing because it's like how can one symbol mean a whole a whole sentence like those are are the hardest languages to Literally, that's why no one tries. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly it. In it though, there's some people who really, you know, know the language and they're fluent in it, but it's not something like Spanish or French that is more similar to English right. that we can up so quickly. So yeah, I think that would be it for me. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, I I like the explanation on, on that. Yeah, getting these thought-provoking answers from these these questions. Become magically fluent in any language. What would it be? I grew up like learning French and I would have loved to have kept pushing with that like S and Sean was saying because French is sort of bridged to some other languages too like yeah, some yeah. of the pronunciations are in with Spanish and things of that nature so if you learn that you could probably bridge that into other ones so I would probably go with, with French but Danny girl your answer was great too 
Yeah. Don't at me. All right, so we got the last one here for you. This is Sean. If you could rename yourself, what name would you pick? Wow, what? Oh, rename wow. Rename myself. Name yourself. Mm. That's a good one. Oh, boy. I mean, I really like my name, so it's hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you changed stage names a couple of times, but. Yeah, you know. You know, uh, you know, a regular name or like stage? I mean, it's whatever. It's open to interpretation. So it could be your okay. government. It could be your pseudonym. It doesn't matter. Okay, okay, okay. You know what name? I, I like Malachi. I do nice. like that name a lot. Don't at me. I like Malachi. All right, Malachi. All right, all right. It's a hard time you picturing that knowing you out. If I'd have met you and used Malachi, it'd be a different story. But, no, you know, I know, I know. All right. Danny girl, what about you? Uh, if you could rename yourself, what name would you pick? Hmm. I don't know. For me, I've nothing that's like too deep, but I've always liked, you know, short names, girls, names that are sort of like unisex, where you could use it for a male or a female. So I think, I mean, well, you know, something like maybe a Tony, which we have a Tony Braxton, but I would be, you know, something like that, like a Tony or um rain or something like that rain is nice but but simple and just kind of like you know so yeah something like that all right cool cool i don't know if i'm gonna end up cheating my own game here if i could read myself rename myself what would it what would i pick all right so essen can speak to this literally nobody calls me by my government name like almost (laughs) never so i don't have to really worry about that that part of it because Nobody calls me by my government. So I'm going to cheat the system and say I wouldn't rename myself because I gave myself my own nickname and it fit. So nobody right. calls me by my name. All right. <laughs> Don't at me because I created a game. But I'm going to tell you uh, one thing. <laughs> one thing that I'm not going to rename because we had fun doing that. And that was playing Don't At Me with S and Sean on the aftermath. He did a great job. You know, I had to try to get some thought provoking questions. And it seemed like it got you that done. You to the radio show. Oh, no. Yes, black women can have long hair. No, I don't have weave in my hair. Do not touch my hair without asking. And don't continue to ask me 50 questions about, well, I mean, are you sure you're all black? Black women can have nice hair, long hair, (laughs) curly hair, wavy hair, bitch, shut the fuck up. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. So... Um, I just want to say, you know, full, full disclosure for people who might not know our relationship. They have no idea how how tight we are and how we came up together, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we were, you know, coming up in our younger days making music. That was some of the best times. Like, you can't put a price on that. It was just. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And uh, I'm so, like, super, like, it's a combination of being happy, but at the same time proud of the things that you're doing when it comes to. You know, not just your personal life, but also your music career as well. So when this EP was coming out, that was a great time to, you know, catch up because yeah. it had been a while. Definitely, definitely. So um, again, um, as far as with S and Sean, take a listen to the EP, Established in 1976. All right, it's out now, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Tidal, wherever you get your music, make sure you check that out. And then go to his website, sandshawn.com for more information on that. But um, yeah, I'm just, you know, we're just looking forward to, you know, more music from you in, in the future and, you know, just wish you nothing but, you know, success, you know, going forward and 
you know, and whatever it is that you're going to be doing. Appreciate that, bro. I appreciate that. This was a good time, man. This was fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm for definitely sure. going to be tapping. Yeah, I'm super, like I said, like everything you have going is amazing. Keep going. Keep giving us that good quality, all of the good music. I enjoy every single second of it. Your artistry is just, it speaks for itself. And um, yeah, like it's just really refreshing to, you know, just see someone who is definitely um, being true to his artistry and knows what he wants and confident about that. So I'm really just rooting for you and we'll definitely got my ears open and we'll be supporting for sure. So anything you got going on, send it my way. I want to, and I'll be in, you okay. know, in the loop. Please do the same. Yeah. Definitely, I'm going to definitely yeah. support in supporting and we'll continue. To. Thank yes. You yeah. yes, sir. Make sure and check out, like I said, check out that EP established in 1976, streaming all over the place. So make sure and show them some love. You are now listening to the radio show. They are, they are, they are really good. They are like the sexiest vegetables. They're so good. Well, I don't want sexy. I want it to taste good. You're older than all of us. You should learn to like sexy vegetables. You're going to need them. Your joints need them. Yes, I'm, I'm good. You don't want to pull a muscle tying up your shoe, 16. I mean, it happens for me in your age. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, Danny Girl, we're back here on the aftermath. We just got done talking to Edson Sean, uh, musician extraordinaire, I guess is a way to put it. He's got his hands in a lot of different things. How do you feel about the uh, conversation that we just had? It was amazing. It was awesome. Um, everything I expected it to be. I actually, I, I can, I can walk away knowing that I've been educated on a lot of things as well. Just, you know, his input on and his, you know, just approach on a lot of things. I 100% agree with. So, you know, it's, it's just, it was very fulfilling, um, life changing to just, you know, hear a perspective that I can actually, you know, gravitate to and relate to. So I just wish him much more success. He's already very successful. So I just thank you for bringing me in to just kind of like absorb that. Is uh -huh. it was very much inspirational. Absolutely, it was one talented artist speaking to another talented artist, making magic over here, having a great conversation. So as far as S and Sean, you want to stream his new EP established in 1976? Just go to where you stream your music: Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, wherever you listen to music. Check him out in his whole catalog. All right, not just that EP, his entire catalog of music. All right, and if you want to hear more from S and Sean, just go to sandshine.com. The information is right there on the screen. Now, for our lovely co-host, Danny Girl. All right. You're an artist yourself. Where can the people find some information on you? Where can they follow you on social media? Where can they find your muse? Because they need to be listening to you too. Yeah. So, okay. Um, my Instagram is dannygirl3, um, underscore three. Um, you can find me on all any and all music platforms, whether, you know, anything that you listen to, Spotify, Apple Music, go there, type in Danny Girl. Spelled with the Y, though, G-Y-R-L. I spell it D-A-N-N-I-E-G-Y-R-L. Go check me out. Um, yeah, I'm on YouTube as well. You know, you can find me there. Um, I got more content. Um, definitely working on 
releasing my EP. So I got more things that's gonna drop real soon. So just stay tuned. We work. Yes. Yes. The information for Danny Girls right there on the screen and also be in the podcast description. Also, make sure you listen to the radio show ATL because we be spinning the Danny Girl records too. So make sure you check us out. All right. So and speaking of the radio show uh, ATL, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com. Or you can send us a text 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. So, again, great conversation with Essence Sean. Definitely uh, was great to catch up with him to speak about his EP. And then it's great to have Danny Girl, who was a great guest, came back, guest hosted with us, great singer, make sure and stream her music too. So, again, we appreciate all of the uh, love and support that you give the radio show ATL. Uh, We're going to keep dropping this heat all of the rest of 2023 and beyond. So, again, Danny Girl, thanks to you. Thanks to Essence Sean. And all the people who listen and watch the show, we appreciate y'all. And we will catch you. You are now listening to the radio show. People who work abroad for business Mm -hmm. purposes. 16, you don't have to keep this in there. Well, you probably won't. But I assume that's what it was because I've always seen like African people use it to call their family back in Africa. So I did that's staying in. Yeah. (laughs) You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Wake up, wake up, breakfast. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Playing more music online. This is your favorite radio station. Your number one one internet radio station. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. Open up my eyes and see God. Shining through my window. Open up the door to the yard. Keep the mesh closed, but let the wind blow. Circulate the energy. Let the new day that the universe granted me into me. Enemies keep the same energy. I still love you though. Hate to be the end of me cause I'm so grateful. I got more than a plate for. I'm so grateful. Closing my eyes and sit in the silence. What you wait for? You got many things to be thankful for. That's why I'm so grateful. Closing my eyes and sit in the silence. Yeah, yeah. Meditate, And get hidden while they detail my prize. Life size, see it before I get it. Feel it before I have it, before you know what I'm in it. This moment was already predestined. Get what I ask for as long as I put my best in. So why you laying your head at the best western? I'm up with the sun, putting my request in. That's why I'm so grateful. I got more than a plate for. I'm so grateful. Closing my eyes and sit in the silence.
You are now listening to the radio show. I, I'm not, no. Okay, okay. He's got 40 and Sebo featuring E40. I feel like that's a very lazy song title. They just put both their names together and just 40 and Sebo featuring E40 by Sebo. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email theradioshowinbox at gmail.com. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two. Or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ-Talk Podcast. Like and subscribe.